Greetings and welcome to Unsupervised Learning. I'm Daniel Meisler, and this show explores the topics of security, technology, society, and human meaning. Every Monday, there's a news and analysis episode that curates tens of hours of reading into a concise 15-minute summary, as well as regular episodes featuring essays, interviews, and book reviews on these same topics. The goal is to provide a weekly, concise, and curated update on the most interesting things happening in the world, and to explore ideas that give you something to think about and prepare you for what's coming next. All right, welcome to episode 303. This is Daniel Meisler. Starting off with security news, CIA Director William Burns says the agency is creating a new China mission center to counter the overall threat from Beijing. Quote, CMC will further strengthen our collective work on the most important geopolitical threat we face in the 21st century, an increasingly adversarial Chinese government. CISA has issued warnings on threats targeting water and wastewater systems. Moscow Metro has rolled out FacePay at 240 train stations, which is a way for passengers to pay for their ride by just having their faces scanned. So the tech requires no phone, no Metro card, and no credit card. And privacy groups are worried it's a mechanism for controlling the population. Havana Syndrome has hit at least five U.S. families connected to our Colombian embassy. Quote, people experience different things. Some people hear grinding sounds. Some people hear vibrations in their head. The whole situation is very bizarre, end quote. Israel has developed a technology that can see live objects behind walls from over 50 meters away. It's called the Xaver LR40, and it's a portable system that can see how many objects are moving behind walls in real time. The Pentagon is looking to leverage AI to crunch and analyze massive numbers of data feeds in order to predict enemy actions hours or days in advance. The names being used for this type of capability include information dominance and decision superiority. I love the idea here, and it reminds me a lot of skin cancer diagnosis. It's great to have this type of analysis happening constantly, in tandem with human analysts who can't review as much or as fast. At first, the tech, I think, will be a low-signal data point, and then over time, it might become the primary source, with the human being the final check and filter. Exciting and also scary stuff. Apache Tomcat has a denial of service vulnerability. WP Fastest Cache plugin has XSS and CSERF data extraction vulnerabilities. Spot AI raises $22 million to extract intelligence from security videos. At Bay has raised $20 million in a Series D to continue working on continuous monitoring-based approach to cyber insurance. And Blackhite raises $22 million to do vendor risk assessment. They use the MITRE framework and OpenFAIR to provide letter grades to vendors and to estimate the amount of financial loss. Technology news, Facebook is hiring 10,000 people in the EU to work on the metaverse which is basically their branded version of virtual reality. We'll see if the name sticks. Coinbase is launching an NFT product later this year. Space is definitely heating up, this NFT space. And about half the stories you read are either telling you it's the next big thing or it's the biggest scam in the world. I'm currently around 80% bullish on this, but I'm not sure if we're too early. Maybe we're just not ready yet. Twitter now allows you to soft block people by clicking on them and selecting Remove This Follower. The U.S. has taken the spot of top Bitcoin miner from China, ever since China made it illegal, 
Tesla now has a new insurance policy that adjusts your premium using real-time driving behavior. But it's only available in Texas. You still pay monthly, but what you pay is based on how you drive instead of your demographics. Sony is partnering with TSMC to build a new $7 billion chip plant in Japan. And Magic Leap has raised another $500 million to build a new headset, even though the last one fell through completely. Can't remember how much money they spent on that. Had to be like this much or more last time. Can't remember exactly. But the new one is supposed to come out in 2022 with half a billion dollars in funding. Human news. The U.S. inflation rate is at 4.3%, which is a 13-year high. Around 4.3 million Americans quit their jobs in August, which is the highest number since December of 2000. That includes over half a million healthcare workers. Half a million healthcare workers quit their jobs just in August. Got an article here that's about just one startup, but I think the startup activity around the combination of psychedelics and therapy is going to be massive if and when substances like psilocybin and MDMA are approved for therapy purposes. So if you know any cool startups in this space, let me know. Content ideas and analysis. Opiates and social media are symptoms, not causes. A short essay on how I believe addiction problems often come down to the lack of direction and meaning. Life casting, what it is and how it'll change society from 2002. This is my essay from 2002 on how everyone would be streaming their lives using phones and or peripherals. And I, uh, yeah, kind of got the timing wrong on this one, but I think a lot of the piece is still good. And I think a lot of it will still happen in the future. You be the judge and let me know. Notes, bought the new Apple Watch on opening day, basically short camped for it, meaning I showed up just a little while before it opened. And I would simply say this, if you're one, a watch enthusiast, or two, an Apple fanboy, or three, you don't have an Apple Watch yet, and you're thinking about getting one, I'd go ahead and get it. It does present as a really large, clear, and bright watch, even more so than the version 6. But if you're not in any of those categories, I'd say skip this upgrade and wait for version 8 next year. Finally got my sound diffusers from GIK Acoustics, and I ordered these like six months ago. I thought they were never going to come. They finally showed up. They look pretty great, and I've got an image here of them. They're like really high-quality pieces. It's wood on the front wrapped with like this fabric, and they're kind of brown and Really cool. Really cool cutout in the front. Looks kind of matrixy. And yeah, hopefully making the studio sound better and also the living room downstairs. And I have completed doing what I've been talking about doing for a while, which is get rid of the monthly subscription plan. So not many people were still left on it, but if you were on it, you've been migrated over to the annual one. And if that super bothers you, let me know and we'll figure something out. So for this subscription, it'll cost you over the course of a year. Less than half uh, is what you were paying before. So it'll be like eight something instead of $20 a month. And I watched Squid Game with my girl this weekend, not because I wanted to, but because it's such a huge cultural phenomenon that it's causing all the vans to go out of stock. And I just felt compelled to watch it. It's definitely worth it, if only for that reason. But I do find all the Korean discussion of class warfare fascinating. It's the same sort of topic that we saw in Parasite as well, which was from a Korean director. 
And I need to find some good analysis on everything that was being talked about in the show or commented on in the show. I feel like there's probably going to be some good write-ups. If you know of any, please send them my way. Discovery. Remote ham radio. This is what I need in my life. It's hard to put up a giant antenna, which is what I would like to do. And it's also hard to set up, well, I don't know how hard it is, but it's non-trivial to set up a remote thing where you can control everything with your computer while having all the equipment somewhere else and, of course, a big antenna. So this looks like it is actually that. You have an account and you can tune into various stations and they control all the hardware and, obviously, all the antennas. So looking forward to messing with this thing. Honest signaling. So I like this article's approach to discussing NFTs, and especially this idea of honest signaling. Tons of people wear fake luxury products, and there's no way to tell at a glance which ones are real or fake. But imagine your eventual AR glasses that you have from whatever, Google, Facebook, Apple, whoever, being able to show you in real time who is wearing fake or real things. As I talked about in my book, what was that, 2000. 17, I guess. Basically, this is functionality that we can guarantee will arrive because it's been useful for thousands of years of human evolution. Few things matter more to humans than being able to differentiate true and false signals of fitness or beauty. So, if NFTs can make any significant progress in this area, I think they will have a foothold. And related to that, NFT use cases that could go mainstream. This is a pretty good list here. And this is a public episode, which means you could just go online and get the full list of articles that I'm talking about right now. OpenSea, an NFT marketplace. The Great Reevaluation. This is a really good piece by David Deutsch, I think, talking about how everyone is reevaluating why they should be working at a crap job. and how that could be a big part of why people aren't going back. Talked about this a couple episodes ago as well. Sam Harris was interviewed by Scott Galloway at the Code Conference. DDoSify, a high-performance load testing tool. Building an end-to-end Kubernetes-based DevSecOps software factory on AWS. And hat tip to Clint Gibbler for multiple links this week, actually, including this one. And the OSINT treasure trove, which is aptly named, and change me, a default credential scanner. The recommendation of the week, how to take over the world. One of the best podcasts out there right now, especially if you are reading or listening to these words. In other words, if you like this show at all, you will love this podcast. It's a combination kind of, of like hardcore history, which is like really exciting descriptions of history and how it actually happened with like productivity tips of the world's smartest and most productive people. So imagine hardcore history combined with like Tim Ferriss's show, right? So he's looking for patterns of what great people have in common. That's essentially the entire show, but it's done with a historical context of like telling people's lives. Like I just got done with the Philip the Great episode, which was fantastic. Who is the father of Alexander the Great? So. Really fantastic podcast. Highly recommend it. And the aphorism for the week, if you are everywhere, you are nowhere. If you are everywhere, you are nowhere. Seneca.